0: Today on War on Weight, I have Michelle McCoy from the Treasured Wellness Podcast. Michelle is a certified holistic health coach and her specific passions are around adrenal fatigue, autoimmune disorders, and spiritual health. I'm super excited to have this conversation with her and talk about the fa- foundations of a healthy life and the goals of optimal health. When I first listened to her podcast, the first episode I listened to was episode 80. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. She spoke my language. She was reiterating reiterating so many things of the basic health principles that are the same in the program that I lost 56 pounds on OptiBia. There are many ways to get to optimal health and I love having conversations and and learning different ways to get there. You know, not all, what do they say? All roads lead to Rome or not all roads lead to Rome. Well, I do believe there are several roads that lead there. Like it's not all for one and one for all. We all have to find our own plan. For those of you that don't know, Optivia is a solid nutritional plan that provides the structure that's needed to develop some healthy habits and it does lead you to optimal health. What pe- most people don't realize is they think, oh, that's just a prepackaged diet plan. I'm gonna lose weight and then I'm gonna gain it all back. It's gonna cost me a lot of money. But what it really is, is that you only eat the prepackaged foods during weight loss. And in fact, you're still eating one to two clean, whole-filled, meals a day. And what I'm finding with my most of my clients is they weren't eating that to begin with. So the prepackagers are in addition to what they were already eating. So based on most food plans, the food prepackaged fuelings that, that we offer at a fit perfectly into other plans. And the when you look at how that helps you get to your goal, I coach you through a six-week process of eliminating those prepackaged foods once you get to your goal weight. I mean, like really, when you get to maintenance, you're on 100% whole foods and you're maintaining your weight because you've learned the healthy habits and you've kept them into place and getting that weekly coaching and that support, that's how that, that you get there. Um, you know, some of my clients do keep continuing to eat OptiView fuelings when they get to maintenance because they're great. They're great. They're easy to grab on the go. I do think the prepackaged nutrition does get a bad rap. Because you know, most of what we buy in the store is prepackaged. You think you think we, we talk about going to the grocery store and staying on the outer aisles. But how many of us really do that? Um, on this program, what I learned was how to do that, but also still have some prepackaged things that were very good for me. And because, let's face it, we're all super busy, and we need things that are easy. So whether you're buying bars and shakes at your lo- local health food store, you're buying it at Walmart or Optopia, it's all prepackaged unless you are buying all who, whole foods. The difference is the OptiView of Fuelings are GMO free, all natural ingredients without artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, or flavors, plus they're loaded with 24 vitamins and minerals and a patent probiotic. So that's right, you don't take any extra supplements, you don't need any extra vitamins, no artificial sweeteners, and you're getting 100% of your daily requirement between the whole food that you're eating, plus the grab and grow nutrition. Always remember that your goal is always to get you to healthy whole foods, and to understand which prepackaged or pre-made foods provide solid fuel for your body. Let's face it, most of us are too doggone busy to prep in every meal every day and fueling our body the way that it really needs. I love that Michelle's specific passions are around a general fatigue and autoimmune disor- disorders, and she and spiritual health. As as coaches, we all have our specific areas that we help our own specific clients. With Michelle, her focus is not so much on weight loss, but with instilling those same healthy habits that her and I both agree on, it might just be a side effect. So as you know, here on The War on Weight, I've won my war on weight and that is our focus. I want you to be able to lose that weight, take the pressure off your joints, get that blood pressure under control, get that A1C down and find some total health. But this episode that I share with Michelle is excellent for any women over the age of 40. So come on over and stick with me and join in the conversation around her episode 80, titled, Are you over 40 and struggle with brain fog and fatigue? The top three things every woman in midlife needs to do. Sister, she's speaking to us, let's hop in. Hey sister, welcome to the war on weight. Do you wanna find some motivation to finally lose your extra pounds? Do you want to feel great in your favorite pair of jeans? Do you want some weight loss that's actually sustainable? Have you given up that any program will ever work for you? Well, I'm Keitha and I'm your new best friend. I've spent a lifetime on the losing side of the battle. I felt frustrated, exhausted, self-conscious, and despite any success I had in life, I felt like a failure, but I finally won the war. How did I do it, you ask? I discovered how to implement simple, healthy habits, how to completely revamp my mindset, And embraced some things that were causing me to turn to food over and over again. Lastly, I discovered how to make nutrition really super simple. And after just a few short months of fueling my body properly, I dropped more than 50 pounds. And I'm maintaining it by practicing all the healthy habits you're going to learn on this podcast. So if you're tired of feeling like a prisoner in your own body, you're buying clothes to hide your body, not celebrate it. You're done having your weight affect all your relationships with others and more importantly with yourself you no longer want to eat your feelings and then beat yourself up about it then this is the podcast for you let's armor up sister and fight this war on weight together all right y'all so excited michelle is actually here from the treasured wellness there is nothing that i enjoy more is having conversation with someone who treasures their wellness As I have been on my health journey, I have just loved meeting like-minded women who really are contending for their health. In addition to that, Michelle and I share a strong faith, and we know where our strength comes from. And so I just love her podcast, and I was so thrilled that she agreed to come on today. So Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thank you so much, Keitha for inviting me to come on your show. It's such an honor. Um, I am a holistic health coach, and that is something that I've had so much passion about for many, many years. And the story that leads up to it, we have to go back like 20 years ago because my daughter was very, very sick. And so when she was sick, it was like a three-year battle where we could not find out what was wrong with her. And essentially going through that journey with her and just trying to dig down deep and find out what the root cause of her illness was, that really brought me into that holistic mindset. It brought me into that world that I knew nothing about leading up to that time. What she was having was she was having chronic migraines, daily headaches, and she was having some skin conditions like psoriasis and uh, eczema. So she was just... Really, not a very healthy little girl from the ages of five to eight. And she, she looked sick. She was very, very pale. She had dark circles under her eyes. And so, just coming home every day from school with a horrible headache, a very bad migraine, it just, nobody could find out what was wrong with her. And we went through all of these specialists. We saw the top neurologists that our insurance would cover. (laughs) And, you know, we, we just kind of went around and round testing, poking, prodding medications. And truthfully, it wasn't until I sought out holistic health, I looked for an herbalist. And once I discovered that herbalist and I brought my daughter to her, she was right away able to say what her issue was and it was gluten intolerance. Ah. She had a gluten intolerance. Now, the thing that really tripped me up was for during those three years, I was changing her diet myself. I was taking her off of things because I was investigating. I was that detective trying to get to the bottom of why she was so sick every single doctor I talked to about food said, oh, food has nothing to do with it. It is not her food. Let this poor girl eat whatever she wants because she doesn't feel good. Nice advice, kind advice, but it was wrong advice because she absolutely had a food intolerance. So that, you know, that mama bear in you, right? Like you'll do anything for your child. And so that brought me to just investigating even more and more and more into holistic health. And fast forward, I was having some own, my own health concerns and issues and come to find out, of course, I have gluten intolerance as well because I passed it on to her, but you know, I had to kind of go through that process myself and figure out what was wrong with me too. Because for years I put all my energy on her and and what was going on with her and how I could fix her. So that's really what kind of brought me to holistic health. And now my daughter is 25. I have a 28 year old son. They're both married. And I am just enjoying living life in the empty nest with my husband of 30 years.
0: That is awesome. You know, I think it's, I love the stories how people, how you get to where you are. You know, for my listeners, they know I had a health crisis and ended up having four back surgeries. And that's what prompted me to have to lose weight because my back could not handle it anymore. And so now that I've lost my weight and I'm contending for my health every day, I'm what what they call optimal health, working towards ultra health and what we call it in our program. So one of the things that you talked about on your podcast, number 80, I believe it was brain fog and I've already forgotten brain fog and and tiredness. Fatigue, that's right. Um, One of the things that you talked about was optimal health. And so that is one of the key phrases that Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson uses in the book that I coach people through the life book and the habits of health. Um, And he just has a really good system. But so I was curious as to how you define optimal health for women over 40. Most of my listeners are women who are going to be close to our age, close to kids our age. So how would you define optimal health for women over 40?
1: Yeah, well, let me um, bring up a a question. Have you ever heard of the Blue Zones?
0: I have not heard of the Blue Zones.
1: To answer this question, I want to explain a little bit about what the Blue Zones are. So the Blue Zones are places in the world where people live the longest and they are the healthiest. So there are actually five Blue Zones and there is one in Okinawa, Japan. I'm probably going to butcher these names, but... Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, um Icaria, Greece. And then there's one in Loma Linda, California. So oh, we actually have
0: one in the United States.
1: We have one. One in the
0: United I'm States. I'm shocked. I'm gonna be honest. I'm shocked. Go ahead. Say all the others same. we should go visit
1: it's been on my bucket list for a long time. And I will say that my daughter was fortunate enough in college to actually go to Icaria, Greece. And she was able to, she was able to go and see how the people lived, how they lived off the land. She was able to just watch the way they interacted with each other, how they took time to play and to laugh and to dance and celebrate. And it just really. Um, she that had a lasting impact on her. And so she's like, gosh, you know, everybody is so happy. I mean, okay, you're living right by the ocean, right? So that doesn't hurt either. But you know, just really fueling your body with food grown by your own hand off the land. And so, you know, that's kind of the way I think about optimal health, like, really, for women over 40, specifically confidence, I believe is a optimal health, right? When we finally get to that point where we have confidence that we are doing right by our body, our body is unique. Each person is unique. We are all uniquely designed by our creator. Well, by the time we're in our forties, chances are we've been taking care of everybody else for our lifetime. And oftentimes that is where we start noticing some problem areas in our own health. So it's very encouraging to take that time and be intentional about caring for yourself in your 40s and beyond so that your whole health, you will just reap benefits for the rest of your life if you do that. Our body is a temple and we are supposed to take care of it as such. But if, if you were to ask me like tactical, like what are some tactical things to optimal health? I would say um a whole food, you know, good nutrition, hydration, restorative sleep, fun, healthy movement, movement that you enjoy, not that you feel like you're on a rat race treadmill. Um, having a healthy mindset, ha- taking time for self-care, and really having that strong faith practice. I would say that those are the, the tactical foundational things for optimal health.
0: Absolutely. You know, and I think that like you were saying that even when it comes to nutrition wise, that when you talk about whole foods, if we eat whole foods, we're going to have a healthy body. The problem is, is that we don't eat just the whole foods, but all the others in my mind, what you're talking about is complete health, like complete wellness, you know, complete body, mind, spirit, soul, like putting it all together and having that peace. Um, I think is just key. So thank you for that. I was really looking forward to hearing what your definition of optimal health because you start to hear that term more and more lately. So yes. the second thing that I loved about this episode was you talked about fueling your body. Um, yeah. I um and you talked about intermittent fasting a little bit. You talked about what that does for us, what it doesn't do for us. I was one of those people who did them all. I had done them all. I had done, I had done all types of diets And I had recently been doing intermittent fasting and I was at the point to where I would um, say, am I hungry? Am I not hungry? Am I hungry? No, not hungry. Oh, I'll go on the clock and I'll wait an hour or I'll wait two hours to see if I'm really hungry because I did not trust myself anymore. That trust with food had long gone with my history of Mm -hmm. binging and overeating and yo-yo dieting. My trust was gone. And so when I started fueling my body, every two and a half to three hours during the day, it was a crazy concept for me that I was going to eat more and lose weight. I didn't believe it. I was very like scared to death of food in general because of my history. And so when you talked about this and talked about the brain fog that goes along with it, I was just like, yes, 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 yes. So tell us about your, what, how you teach the smaller meals and how it helps with our women, as women, our hormones and brain fog and our metabolism and all those good things that you talked about.
1: Yeah. And, you know, really you can't drive a car on fumes. You're not going to get very far. So you cannot expect your body to perform the way you want it to perform. If you're not giving it optimal fuel, if you're not giving it quality fuel and fueling often, so this is kind of a misconception um, out in the health and wellness world that you can go long periods of time for fasting now i'm not talking about a spiritual fast that's completely different and everybody it's very personal however we need to make sure that that is something our body needs again we are uniquely created One person's food can be another person's poison and vice versa. We have to find out what works for our body, not our neighbors, not our best friend, not our sister, not our trainer. Like it has to be for us. And that takes some intentional digging into what and how our body is feeling when we eat. So I'm not against intermittent fasting per se. I'm really not, but nothing is meant to be long-term. No diet is meant to be forever. We are to be really focusing on that intuition that God gave us, utilizing it, even when it comes to our food. So I do like to talk about intuitive eating because that is really powerful. It really puts you in control. We do have to deal with our mindset blocks, of course. Of course, you know, we have again a lifetime of baggage or, you know, trauma or anything that's related around food that we have to work through. And this is where the deep intentional work comes into play. But one of the main complaints that women come to me with is fatigue. And what comes within that conversation is that they tell me they often skip meals. So, What is happening is hormonally skipping those meals is actually putting more stress on your body. It can cause those blood sugar increases and then crashes. It can stress out our adrenals. It can make us more tired in the long run. Again, go back to the car analogy. We cannot expect to get very far in our day if we are not fueling up properly. So when we are fueling specifically with protein because protein is going to give us that it's like the um super premium gas right for your car like you're really giving your body what it is needing that is going to help keep our hormones a little more balanced it's going to keep our blood sugars more level which in turn is going to help our brain to function think clearer it's going to help erase the brain fog Oftentimes we are just, we're foggy because we just simply didn't fuel up or we didn't fuel properly.
0: Absolutely. I've had clients that say, you know, I just can't stop thinking about food. And I'm like, okay, well, are you hungry? Well, I don't know. But it's one of those things that when you talk about intuitive eating for a lot of people and I, and especially like I think about myself, I had no intuition left around food. And I had to get to that process of working through all the healthy habits and implementing all those things before our brain could even clear up enough for me to even start to trust myself. And that's what I love about programs like yours is that for women who really need, they already have found that space. They just need some education and continued on. For others, we need a lot more help. And so that was really good stuff. But let's talk about that protein. So one of the things I've learned from your podcast, and as I sit here with my coffee, because I love <laughs> some coffee, is that you talked about eating protein before coffee. I was like, what? She says water and protein before coffee? Eats. I know. Anyway, but so tell us a little bit about that. Why? Why? Why did you suggest that in your podcast?
1: and and it's really, it's not a popular conversation for sure. I know. And I even joked about it on my episode. Like, I know that I'm asking you to drink water before your coffee. And now I'm saying, Hey, as a bonus, go ahead and, you know, make sure you eat some protein beforehand. So protein just kind of, again, helps keep our blood sugars balanced. If you think about how you've been fasting all night long, Maybe your last meal was at uh, six o'clock with dinner, and then you don't wake up until six in the morning, and then you maybe you don't eat breakfast until eight o'clock. You know that's that's a long time that you you have gone without eating, and you need to break the fast. If you are struggling with hormonal issues, if you are struggling with low energy, if you have Hashimoto's, hypothyroid, if you if you have certain the things that are bothering you in your health, you really want to be intentional about making sure that you are putting food optimally protein into your stomach before you put that caffeine in because the caffeine is going to spike the blood sugars. Again, it's going to spike your cortisol. It's going to, you know, kind of keep you in that state of, um, just kind of feeling out of balance. See, our cortisol is highest first thing in the morning. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's that's what we want. We want it to be high in the morning. But when we add that caffeine before the pro- protein, it can spike it even more. And so we really don't want to have even more hormonal imbalance than we already have as women right. over 40. It's like
0: supercharged cortisol. Nobody yes. needs that because cortisol leads to belly fat and women. And you know, we just, we don't need that. So anyway, I did put that into practice. Um, I have my clients get up and drink eight, drink eight to 16 ounces of water within 30 minutes of when they get up and and eat within 30 minutes. Um, But I have now started to talk a little bit more about drink the coffee first because I was not a stickler about that. Like they got their water and I was just thrilled. But for myself, I've started doing the since I listened to that episode, I started doing my water first. Hope you're proud.
1: That is so wonderful. I am. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) So,
0: um, you know, and so, and I've kind of looked at like how I, what I eat first thing in the morning and to make sure, you know, I, I eat a very balanced protein with every meal. Um, one of the things that you talked about in the, when you were talking about how many grams of protein per meal you should have, um, I felt like, my my protein for the day lined up really well to your program as well. Um, I do, I do it in the smaller increments, whereas you were you were talking about 25 grams per meal would be ideal, where so many of the women are only getting like five. And I agree with you that we need to up that protein because we have to, we've got to have fuel because it's premium fuel. And you need to do it without the carbs because then we don't need those added, you know, unnecessary carbs that we don't need. We need the solid you know, carbs from vegetables and fruit and whole foods, not all the junk food that we were eating before, like the bagels and the, and the donuts and all that stuff. Right. All right. So tell me a little bit about when you talk about the ratios of food, I know you don't do too much accounting macros, calories, that type of thing. Um, I tend to do a 40, 40, 20, 40 in carbs, 40 in protein and 20 in healthy fats um that's what my balance needs to be for women over 40 trying to keep their hormones steady. What do you recommend for protein ratios?
1: Well, again, it's really dependent on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to build muscle because if that's the case, you're going to want to boost your protein intake even more. If you're trying to keep um just kind of stay protected, keep your body where you're at right now, if you're really ha- happy with that and you want to stay healthy, As you age, then according to some experts, they talk about adding about or aiming for about half of your body weight in grams of protein. The thing is, again, it's really you want to be mindful. And I just try to keep it simple protein at every meal. But you want to have adequate protein. So, for example, one boiled egg is only roughly five grams of protein. It's a great start but it's not quite enough. So you might want to, if you don't eat a lot at breakfast, if you struggle with that, you know, have your scrambled egg. I usually recommend two, but if you, if you only want one, scramble that up with some sauteed mushrooms and um, spinach and peppers or whatever vegetable you like to go in with your egg, maybe put some avocado on top of that, maybe some, um, Grass fed, grass finished bacon, something like that. So you're getting a little smidge more protein or some feta cheese. So just to increase that protein a little bit. Um, But if you really struggle, then there are some options. You could have a hard boiled egg with maybe a scoop of collagen protein powder in your coffee if you like that because you don't really taste it it blends very nicely and that will give you about 10 11 more grams of protein just in that scoop so there are some options out there but you know i am not a dietitian so i don't really focus on you know specific following grams and and counting calories and all of that because i really want women to trust themselves like you were saying it's it's a process of getting to the point where you can trust yourself so it, it takes time to learn intuitive eating for sure.
0: Absolutely. You know, I think that's where, where we have so many similar things in our programs, but we are, do have a little bit of differences. Most of my listeners and my clients are in heavy weight loss. They're, that's where they're needing to be is in weight loss. They they need to lose the weight. They've got to take the pressure off their joints. They've got to improve wow. their blood sugars. They've got to get their blood pressures down, you know, and You have to do that in a way, in a healthy way, so that you can get to the point to where that you can live in this harmonious, healthy wellness. But it's, we do have to make that, we have to cross that line. My, I know my problem was before I was trying to do that and I was trying to do it when I was 50 plus pounds overweight. And, you know, you can't always, you can't lower your blood sugars a lot of times when you're 50 pounds overweight, unless you correct your eating. And if you, you don't correct your eating and not understand, and then you're listening to your body and your body's telling you that you need this, this, and this, and then you're just like, oh, but that's what my body wants. But it's because we haven't trained our body of what it really needs because you don't know the difference. And so anyway, I have just thoroughly yeah. enjoyed your podcast and I've enjoyed um, getting to know you a little bit. Um, I make this podcast, you know, a toolbox for women because I have a passion for women where I want them to feel no matter what their age is, that they can get to where I am now. And like we said at the beginning, not every plan is for every person. So I have a passion to serve all women and help them get to the path that they they need to be at. So um, I wanted to tell, hey, have you tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can work with you, any of the things that you have going on right now over at Tra- Treasured Wellness?
1: Yes, absolutely. It has been so wonderful. And I absolutely agree. You know, it's a process and, you know, just kind of digging in and learning what your unique body needs and having the right people around you, your team to support you for sure. So you can reach me at treasuredwellness.com. There you will have access to listen to the podcast. You will also be able to download a free resource that I have created for fatigue specifically. There will be some healthy recipes on there. It will give you three intentional days of um, intentional action steps, really. So you can take every day to kind of work towards feeling more energetic and just kind of reclaiming your energy. So that's the foggy and fatigued blueprint. You can get that on my website, treasured wellness. And then I do have a Facebook group that is called holistic health for Christian women over 40. So I would love to see you over there.
0: Oh my gosh, that would be great. I bet you and some of my listeners jump right into that because that is definitely who's listening. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much, Keith. I really appreciate your time.
0: Sister, could you relate? Did you feel that woman inside of you just trying to break free? If so, then we need to be friends. Head on over to the Facebook and send me a friend request. I'll actually accept it. You'll get my daily healthy eating recipes and see all the fun I have living a larger life in my smaller body. And you may even get a laugh or two over me and my 50 plus chickens. I proudly claim the crazy chicken lady title. Plus, you might get some gardening tips on growing your own healthy meals. You'll quickly fall in love with my chocolate lab Brady and one of my many cats. You'll also see that I am a lipstick-loving, coffee-drinking mom, wife, and Jesus freak. Can't wait to see you over on Facebook. And more importantly, I really want to hear your thoughts on the show. I want to see your written reviews. Take 60 seconds and leave me a written review and then screenshot it and go on Instagram and tag me so I can give you a proper thank you for your review. If you're already thinking I might be the coach from you, you can go ahead and schedule a free appointment with me at CoachKeitha.com. And how you spell Keitha is K-E-A-T-H-A, CoachKeitha.com. You can find all my social links in the show notes as well as my website link. Thanks again for listening to my show. I'll see you on the battlefield. Until next time.